G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Sunday, Betfair Edge. Head to Betfair for live markets on the T20 Cricket World Cup and back or lay bet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome and good morning to the Betfair Edge. The Sunday Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner with you, all thanks to Betfair. And Betfair, of course, bet on racing in play today on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you as I'm joined by... No, not Tom Haylock, uh, because he's decided to go somewhere else, and we'll get to that on the other side of this. I'm joined by the superstar from Betfair, Timmy Gill. Hello, Timmy. Oh, Miles, what a what a week. I, I'm going straight straight into a back bin for something, and it's Liam O'Keefe and his track team. That was an extraordinary way to keep a track that well, that played so well at Flemington for the week. So straight, I'm straight onto the back bin. Liam O'Keefe, top of the list. Well done. Him and his team, extraordinary. Yeah, he did a good job, and we, we're going to kick it away with the back and lay bin. So if, <laughs> wherever you are right around the country, 0499 736 736. That's 0499 736 736. I want to know what you want to back. I want to know what you want to lay. I've got a few things to whack in there. Um, one of them being um, having to work today. Um, <laughs> um, so um, just straight off the top, uh, Jules... Uh, Hachi, um, anyone else involved at the station? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're in the lay bin. <laughs> First time you'll ever make it. But oh. cheers. I'm on fumes, Timmy. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm quite surprised. Off air, you told me you got home at 7.30 p.m. or a.m. Yeah, I'm just no, trying to confirm. Is no, it no, no, p.m. No, no. or a.m.? P.m. P.m., okay. P.m. It was, it's, I, I went home straight after the races. Um, straight after the races, so... Yeah, it was uh, it was an early night for me. Mm. I found, what I am, what I am backing, is I'm you know, I'm backing doing good things, right? I caught the train to Spencer Street, and I jumped in the car to go to Docklands. I wasn't walking that far. <laughs> no way. For those that are only in Melbourne, it's about five hundred metres. By the way, <laughs> yeah, might be six or seven. <laughs> and I've as I'm getting out of the ca- uh, out of the cab, Uber. I honestly can't remember. Um. There was a phone down, like jammed in underneath the seat. And I was like, well, if that stays there, out of the cab, this bloke, whoever's phone it is, they're never going to see it again. So I grabbed the phone, I've gone back inside, and I had Tobes with me, and I've put the phone on the charger. Sure enough, about 40 minutes later, when the phone had charged up, I did the lost phone thing, and it said, call this number for the lost phone. So I've called it. This bloke said, You've got my phone. I said, yeah. I said, yeah, mate. He said, oh, he said, I never thought I'd say this again. He said, I had no idea where I left it. I said, oh, um, I'm just coming back from the races and I found it in a cab. He goes, oh, he said, yeah, I lost it after the races on Thursday. <laughs> it had been in there. It had been in the, ca- the same cab since Thursday. Thursday. Did you open up him? Did you open a Betfair account for him? Yeah. <laughs> Download the Betfair app because the app's amazing, of course. Yeah, but and so I would have. It is. And gambling um, responsibly, he would have been. He's coming to see me tonight, and he said he's going to come and buy me a beer. Oh, not that I feel like a beer right at this point in time, <laughs> but he's going to come and buy me a beer, Timmy. And um, so yeah, I'm backing doing good things because then he was, he feels good. He's going to buy you a beer. That so is elite. That's well played. Uh, 
Miles, I tell you, it's, it's always known as a party week. It was a wonderful week at Flemington this week. We saw some incredibly good racing, of course, but uh, crowds are back and... You're backing crowds? I am. What I am backing, though, is that the general admin areas at Flemington were just loose and I loved it because it was like the old days, you know, and there They're was just... wild. It was, it was great. It was terrific. There was people on shoulders. There was shoes off. There was... Shirts off. There was sliding in puddles. It was just wonderful to see General Admin in full, full four over the uh, course of the week. Particularly Cup Day when it was hideous weather, of course. But uh, it was a wonderful to see some big crowds back enjoying our fabulous spring carnival. It. Um, uh, do you reckon Melbourne Melbourne Cup's definitely the the loosest? It, oh, absolutely. Because when you look at that, uh, you know, you always see the panning picture up and down the straight, but it was chockers in the general one, and 74,000 people braved the uh, coldest day, coldest Melbourne Cup since 1913, I think I read, so I'm laying the weather this week as, as much as anything, because it was just horrid until yesterday. And How good, we're backing the weather tomorrow, like yesterday. <laughs> oh, it's almost a week late, because the weather's extraordinary this week, but uh, yeah, well played. Um, general admin turning up, sensational, straight into the back bin for you guys. Tom Haylock, lay bin. Who? Tom Haylock. <laughs> Is so that? he's that guy that <laughs> normally does his show right to me. And as much as I love having you in here, he's just got this habit now at the moment, doesn't he, of um, not rolling up after the big days. Now, truth be told, is it's not just the fact of him not rolling up, Timmy, it's the fact that he has said that he's actually snuck down the Great Ocean Road for a day trip and we believe that it might be due to romantic interest. I, I I would suggest that. I think he was quite coy when he said to me, oh, look, oh, can you do Sunday, Timmy? I, I've sort of gone on a day trip with one of my friends and I said, <laughs> inverted commas, one of his friends or what's the story of that? But, friend, uh, oh, well, that's what you say to your mates when you don't want them to know. I'm yeah, just going with a, with a friend. Correct. <laughs> Doesn't You don't say I'm going down for a day trip with a few of the boys. No, no, he just no, said no, a friend. friend. It was a friend. Was do you reckon he might have um, met someone at the races? Oh, potentially. He looked sharp. He was dressed well and, uh, you know, he probably might have met someone. He might have met someone at the races. Uh, could, have, could have done. And you know he'd be listening. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. He'll yeah. listen to the replay anyway because he'll uh, try and judge if we caught him on, we caught him out or not, which we have. So, uh, hello, Tom. Speaking <laughs> of romantic interest too, our feed producer, Fudge, he's the best we've got here. Hands down the best we've got. Good mo on it. So, it? yeah, so I've rolled in. I've said, Fudge, right, mate, let's... Oh, I need to order a stack of McDonald's. Are you keen? <laughs> he said, yes, I'm keen. So first he's ordered the almond latte, which I'm not all that sure about. Um, cause it just, but he's got the Lauren Jackson 25, what is it, 25 goat um, T-shirt on. But as Tomo got brought out to the races yesterday, so Jules has made sure we got Tomo out of the office. He's out at the races. He looks sharp. Our suit was mint, everything. The race is going off. Has a great day on air. Everything goes well. You think Tomo just slide over, we'll go and have a beer, maybe go out, maybe just try to talk to some people of the, you know, maybe the opposite sex or same sex, you know, whatever, but not for him, opposite sex for him. And uh, no, rather than going out and partying up, he's raced to watch Lauren Jackson at the WNBL. <laughs> now, Tomo, you're going to see her again at some point. <laughs> but to leave Flemington... To go watch Lauren Jackson, star athlete, I love you. But to leave the races or any pub in within the 3K vicinity, even the city, to go watch Lauren Jackson's return game at the W, get in the bin, Tomo. I'm sorry, but I love you more than anyone. But that's bin territory. 
Absolutely. I just wear it in the T-shirt still. That's what I love. The Lauren Jackson T-shirt rolls in the next day. You bought merch. <laughs> you bought merch. Ugh. Unreal. All right. Um, the phone you found would have been Jason Boddington's miles from Big Fella. You're probably right. <laughs> Morning, lads. I'm laying myself. I was alive in the last league of the Flemington Cotty. Had nine horses, Ouch. didn't have snapper. What's worse? I didn't put a cover bet on snapper either. I'm in the bin. Yes, you are. Yeah, you had to cover. <laughs> Um, he's a champion, but Nature Strip, you're getting a massive lay, mate. You cost me a 20k multi, never again. In the bin for Nature Strip. Well, oh. Timmy, I, I was on air with Dean Watling, Mickey Gannon, and Gareth Hall yesterday, and they were using the M word. And it's off the Everest. It, it was not possible off the Everest. Look, it just you can't go and you can't go under at a dollar ninety and then you saddle up again and go at a dollar seventy, a dollar eighty. You can't do that. I I was surpri- I know we'll talk probably more serious racing after yeah. after this is half, just this is the loose bit, bit uh, the half hour loose bit. I tell you what, uh, I must admit it was a surprise. <laughs> I thought he was going to brain him yesterday back on the straight, but uh, or giga kick if you back to that, you'd be devastated because that was unlucky as anything. Uh, yeah, not good. It's I'm 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 laying the the I'm laying the the thought that you think you can tip the card at Flemington on these sort of days. I thought I was in for a big one. I had a stinker. It started off There's <laughs> not many, of glory on Derby Day and uh, we, I went down like a sinking ship, I must admit, yesterday. But uh, I bought into the animo factor, I'll have to admit, and that probably cost me, uh, unfortunately. So, yeah. it's Animo was the one that I'm like, that's disappointing. It was funny, uh, when I saw him in the mounting yard prior to the race, uh, he always looked exceptionally, just didn't look good. Behind, and and I, I must admit, I did think straight away, oh, you know, I could probably lay him on Betfair because he just looks that ordinary in the mounting yard. And, and he look, he only finished a length and a half off, don't forget. So it's, he's had a bad run and he's only finished a length and a half off. He's a superstar, but too good for Mazaki. Well, handlebars down. Spoke about it in the pre-show. Handlebars down. It was it was a very on-pace track. Look, and, and it did... No, Zaki didn't have another horse like Alligator Blood annoying him up front, so she just rolled along on a beautiful tempo. It was a stunning ride from Jamie Carr. Backed that one in for her. She's in the back bin for her ride, but perfect. Do you know what, though, is he deserves it. We'll dig deeper on it later, but Zaki deserves that. Yep. 100%. Hi, Milo, for the lay bin. Jockeys in Perth who continue not to put horses into a position, race four deep and ride for luck in the tiny straight. Sickening yesterday in three races. Talking from my kick, obviously. I'm sorry, but Scott from Bayswater is backing in Tom Haylock here. What's what on earth are you talking about, Scott? Scott, <laughs> yeah, he's, he ditches us on the big. He picks and chooses, ditches on the good, on the big days where he just says, "Oh, I just want to have a bit of a sleep in." You know what? I hope he um, gets stung by a jellyfish or something down there. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that? Like not one of the poisonous ones, you know, just the ones that hurt. Little ouchy. Little the little blue bottles. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're poisonous yeah. as anything. No, they yeah, but they they don't make you crook. They just yeah, they probably. just hurt. I just want him to get a little bit of pain. Backing one, the weather finally. I can't read the next word. <laughs> and then two, the carnival. It was glorious. Laying your multi yesterday, Miles. Sorry, mate. Samper. Yeah, multi yesterday. No good. Had a bad day. It's absolute stinky yesterday. I had a couple that sort of brought me back and saved me, but that was from a big demise. Oh, this, sorry, a text has just come in from Brett and he's saying he's binning himself big time. I got trick-or-treated on Halloween, but I had no lollies or chocolate, so he gave him quickies. <laughs> 
So the kids have got no more stomach acid issues this week. That's for sure. Well played. Well played, Brett. Speaking of trick or treat, quick story. So one of Gareth's mates is uh, a reporter for Channel 9 and he was in the marquee the other day and he said, my wife sent me this and it was a photo of a couple trick or treating that had gone up on Daily Mail. And he said they trick or treated in, in Sydney and he said, I remember serving these like people and their kids and giving them all lollies. And he was said, got sent the photo because of their, how they were dressed up. And it was Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendes <laughs> walking around Sydney trick or treating, knocked on their door, no idea. Was it, did they have kids? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, no, they didn't go trick, trick or treating themselves. <laughs> people that go trick or treating as an adult without any children. Oh, in the bin, lay in the bin. bin. Well, if you're looking for something sweet, you probably would be a good way to get a lolly. I've got one. Also. I've got one other one which you'd probably get a fair bit of too. Is people that come out of the woodwork work looking for something off you during the spring carnival? So, from mates that never t- you never talk to, people that you don't know, randoms. Can you get me into this marquee? <laughs> can you please find me tips? Can you please get me a winner all throughout the day? Like you're the last resort for help. I got a few ticket requests this week. I got a st- yesterday. Yesterday, no word of a lie, I would have had twenty messages from people I did not know, saying, "Hey, Milo, mate, buddy, can you get me into the SEN track marquee?" Now I couldn't get people in the SEN track marquee that I did know. Let alone, like, why would people think that would be a possibility? I've got something. For, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help, but the marquee's <laughs> like you're talking. That's like a very, very expensive ticket. <laughs> I'm going to put the SEN track. Uh, marquee that was at the lovely birdcage in the back bin. But I must admit, I, I, I did pop in. You, in to, to your invite, I didn't ask. You invited me in on Saturday, on yeah. Saturday day. Uh, and we popped in there and I said to the barman, I'd love a beer. And he just looked at me like I was the strangest thing ever. I said, what is everybody drinking? And he said, it's just vodka flowing. And I said, oh, look, I'm just having a quiet day. I just love a, a beer. And he had to go searching for it. So... Lay bin for the barman, but complete back bin for the SEN track marquee. May have pushed a few limits on the noise. <laughs> the one more song's got about three more runs. It's the marquee went on. It was the, the who's who in the zoo. Literally turned around and had a chat, like turned around in the marquee and bumped straight into Brian Lara talking horses <laughs> yesterday. Nearly fell over. Now, was he tireless for the week? I saw him a few times floating through the birdcage without his tie on. I thought... He wasn't company. company I, I've got a good back, actually. I just remember one from Cup Day. Yeah. Uh, what, his name, Wilkins' son. Christian Wilkins, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He had the most extraordinary hat on I've ever seen. Now, it was two, I don't know if you saw this hat. It was, it was two like metres wide. Moon. It was two metres wide. And I was I was going to visit somebody, and he, he had a, an assistant, I'm sure, with him, but... The assistant had to take the hat off. <laughs> he walked into the marquee and then they had to put the hat back on because he couldn't get through the door. Uh, I love that it. it was an extraordinary hat, it's complete ext- back bin. Well, see, <laughs> I'm the opposite, right? I'm extreme lay bin because you're then now putting everybody else out. So wherever you walk, people yeah, can't bump. Pe- wherever you walk, people can't bump in. Like you, you, poking poking you, in the eye. They've got to get out of your way. <laughs> um, I'm not big on the big, like, over-the-top statement pieces, you know, like, you know when someone wears a dress and the train's like nine metres long? It's like, it's really inconvenient mm. for everybody. It, look, it was it was an interesting watch walking through with his hat on, but it was, uh, I just loved how he had to take it off to get through the, the door of the, <laughs> the marquee and his assistant put it back on. I thought, oh, I'm backing that in, that's awesome. Scotty said, come on, gents, you can't begrudge a gent with a date. 
oh, of a lovely lady. Well, we're only assuming. Yeah. Well, uh, Jim from Mafra, Laybin from Tuesday, the big disco races. Uh, they were, oh, they were BMs of the Landys, of the oh, BM70 the, affairs. As for the Five Diamonds yesterday, high-quality provincial cup field. The Five Diamonds wasn't provincial cup. Ayrton was in the race. Didn't win, though. No, it didn't. <laughs> Um, Animo has won every race where he has settled in the top six in running, but only one from 12 where he hasn't. Thought he had every chance to get in the top six yesterday. That's a good, that's a good bit of data. We are talking Betfair Edge, but uh, it was, uh, that's a really good bit of data because it's actually true. So Mickey Collins Maybe, maybe it, uh, the, the beauty of having Betfair, of course, he could have laid it in the run if he had had that stat in his head. Yep, that's exactly what you got to Betfair. Uh, Mickey Collins, Milo, nice to meet you yesterday. Nice to meet you too, Mickey. Um, let's go to a break. When we come back on the other side, we've only got about six or seven more minutes of where we <laughs> chew the fat and then we'll get stuck into some results and what's happened. If there's anything that you want us to discuss around the country, 0499 736 736, you can find better odds on T20 Cricket at Betfair. Gamble responsibly, call 1-800-858-858. And yes, Tim, I am going to do it. I'm going to lay the Australian cricket team. Oh, it's not hard. It's easy to. <laughs> You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. Don't settle for the odds given. Find better odds on racing on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Edge, Miles Fitz and Tim Gill with you. All thanks to Betfair. Bet on racing in play today on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I know, my, I know McDonald's is a wonderful sponsor of this station, a big backer of this station, but my God, it smells good. So Milo's just, uh, oh. those listeners, Milo's just having some hungover McDonald's. And, oh, jeez, oh, it smells sensational. So I'm backing the smell of McDonald's it's, in play. <laughs> I went the McChicken option too. I was too late for the, I was too late for the, or like the breakfast. Because mm. I normally like the bit of a hashy and a, um, and a McMuffin. Um, we were just talking off air. We were talking about trying to get to the marquees, but name dropping to get into the marquees. Oh, yes, he's over, my... the, over the course of the week, the name dropping is extraordinary. Extraordinary. So I'm laying it completely. It was, I would get a phone call from someone at the marquee while I was on air saying, "There's a guy here called Steve. Said he's your mate and Steve knows o. you. <laughs> Steve who? Steve, and they're like, what's your last Steve name? War. And then he's, oh no, 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 he knows me. No, 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 we don't." Sorry, Steve. <laughs> uh, Andrew from Sydney. Lay the Nuff SEN experts who all declared the favourites in the three group ones at Flemington except you, Milo. They all started way unders and Julie got rolled. Well, Andrew, but yeah, I didn't tip any other winners outside of that either. <laughs> <laughs> what about Brady? They're talking about that. Getting t- tips, texts and requests. Brett just has texted in. Oh, geez, I'm struggling to talk there. There's a lot of uh, Simon <sighs> sells, she sells by the seashore. Sure. I texted an old mate of mine for some tips yesterday. He responded with, who's this? Can I bin both of us? Brett, you, you and your mate are both in the labor. Yeah, power move. That Absolutely. Is. The old-fashioned who's this is just when you want to remind people that you... <laughs> there's nothing better than a good old-fashioned power move. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Speaking of power moves... It, don't you love the standard traditional things you see in race wear over the course of this week? And some of them include, I'd love to hear some from the text or from you, Miles, but 
I saw a couple of my old favourites during the, the, the week. I oh, saw, this is you're in good areas here, Tim. I, I saw. <laughs> I loved one of the ones I, I think is always just a given is on the colder days. The the female of the couple gets the men's jacket, and the man has to just have the shirt on for the day. You know that one? That's an old yeah a given. Another one that I think, uh, of course, shoes off for the girls at some point in the day. And yep. But um, what I saw more than I'd never ever seen before was. Uh, Girls walking in really early in the day with shoes that would just look like a bad choice, you know. And so I'm laying those girls but, that put shoes on that look good, but they just they walk in and it but, just looks horrible. It's and how nasty. they're walking, you're going, yeah. if you can't walk in them now, so then Correct. how is that going to be possible <laughs> Comple- in six hours' time? Comple- well, I'll be off. <laughs> the shoes will be off by then. I, I took, complete labing. I took big note of that yesterday. Like 11 o'clock birdcage people walking in. They couldn't walk and yep. it was the start of the day. Labing. Um, the few other givens you get, uh, the sort of ha- the three-quarter pant, sort of semi-three-quarter pant and the shoes with no socks. Yep. Lay. Yeah. Yep. That's another Complete one. Lay. Yep. Um, or you always see um, the guy that's gone a little bit too far, the bloke that's just gone a little bit so that it'll be like the real flamboyant Sort of jacket, like a like a real bold colour that just doesn't work. But he's and so it's not novelty, but it's he's trying to go for the. I know what you mean. One thing I will say is uh, is the white sunglasses seem to be long gone. I must admit, I was I had to do a bit of stuff on Cup Day in the general admin, so I took note of the fashions. Uh, and the old white shoes and white sunglasses I used to love Geelong Cup areas, but they're long gone, unfortunately. That, most people look really sharp. That was the greatest era of <laughs> of tacky racewear fashion. Oh, was it, so it yeah. was the it was the white belt that had the silver sort of loopholes, yeah. and they were the the square toed, pointy, yes, white yes. alligator skin type looking. Hundred percent, weren't they? Yep. And they only lasted one season. There was only one race yeah. season. It was about 2009. In the country, it might have lasted three it's or four. It's still going at Ballarat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, the, and the, the big square white Oakleys. Yes. Yeah, that oh, were thick, the thick horrible. white down the side. Yes, yes. Horrible, horrible. Wasn't it just, oh. But uh, mullets are plenty too as well. Lots of good mullets I saw it's, over the course of the week. So it's, I know they're in fashion, but there were some good mullets. The amount of young guys there, you know, 16-year-olds that had the... The brown chinos on, the blue jacket, and then the mullet, you know, the 17 or whatever, no, mullet and a half little tash. I think that the standard uniform this year was the bone jacket with the navy pants. You know that look? Yeah, that was that, that, was, that, was, that was given. Hey, one quick one. I, I met a, a, speaking of mullets, I met the prime train on Tuesday. Did you? The, the prime train. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Tom Bolsh. I just talked about laying... Uh, Name droppers, and here I am name <laughs> dropping myself. How was he? What was he like? Oh, he was a good kid, but oh my, that is a wonderful mullet. That's, Where did that's you, what brushed, did... blow waved, treated? It's oh, he's ointment. got, no, he's got some sort of like skincare routine at the Osborne in uh, Melbourne, the lovely establishment. I met the, the Prime Train. The Prime Train. Yep. Um, uh, the white pointed tarot cash shoes from Robbo. Yeah, not bad. Uh, hey, Miles, any suggestions for getting into the SEN track marquee next year? <laughs> Should we start texting in now? Dave, you're already first on the list. Thanks, Dave. You're first in. Um, I'll back the tag set just for being fair income superstar. Love the sixth time. I love that. Jim from Afro, don't be so hard on yourself. She's a belter, was awesome. We'll get to that in a moment. And lay the Oz Cricket selectors leaving Stark out when you need to bowl a team out cheaply. Well, I'm just putting, I'm just putting the Australian cricket team in the bin in general. Full stop. For, like, and 
you know what? I'd go as far to say, look, what have we... There's been... I know I've been fully immersed in racing, but are there many people going to, going to this? The crowds look like they've been yeah, poor. Been, look, I'm just, we've just got a uh, game on now, South Africa versus the Netherlands, uh, the doyens of cricket in the world. But, geez, there's 50 people at Adelaide over watching that. Yeah, and Adelaide turn out for their cricket yeah. like no one else. They do turn out, and look at the day it is there. T20 Sunday Adelaide. It is a belter. <laughs> it's an absolute belter. Um, it should be there everywhere. Get out and get to the cricket. Hey, let's go to the newsroom. On the other side of this, we'll start digging into some races and some results. Oh, hang on. Millsy was wearing the white sunnies when he hooked up he with Paris Hilton. too. Yes. Good memory. Oh, Good memory. Brett. I actually saw him yesterday. I love it. Had a yarn. I love it, yes. He's actually a lot smaller than I thought he is. No, that was a... That was, that was a Good areas from uh, Millsy that year. Very good areas. Here we go. My mate Tomo still runs the white belt, white shoes, grey suit, blonde tips, Oakley glasses. Lock, I don't <laughs> believe it, but send me a photo yes, or tag. Please text it in. Yeah, t- please. Like, send on via socials because if he does, I need to see it. We're going to go to the newsroom back in a moment. Welcome back to the Sunday Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tim Gear with you. Well, thanks to Betfair, of course. And Betfair, you can bet on in-play racing today. Betfair, give him a response. We call 1-800-858-858. Um, do you want to touch on a few of the races? I think so. I think let's we could probably reflect a bit on the week, but let's kick off with yesterday for sure. Um, well, what did what – did, have you got any of the, of the – I don't want to put you under the gunny because no. we don't normally talk results, but I'm very interested – to hear just in regards to um, the Animo and Nature Strip SPs because well, that's going to be a very interesting little look at that. Well, Nature Strip hovered around sort of the $1.85, $1.90 mark throughout the betting, uh, jumped around that price as well. So I think BSP was, ended up being about $1.85 or 86 or something. But um, And it was, I actually, it was funny because I was watching my phone uh, the the awesome Betfair app, of course, and watching the market as they ran, and, and he never really deviated from that price until the last sort of fifty meters. So, any sharp hunters out there would have been able to lay him very late in the run because he, he obviously flattened out. But uh, Rock and Horse was a whopping twenty four dollars uh, on the BSP, so it was a wonderful price for those that got Rock and Horse. And it's funny because Rock and Horse, of course, won the new market in in the March. So, straight racing. Form seems to always hold up at Flemington. So, you know, if you had an edge thinking about that, you would have got that yesterday, but I certainly didn't. <laughs> I thought no, I was all nature stripping back to Giga Kick, the place who was desperately unlucky. Giga Kick should have won that by miles, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, I thought Baller was massive. Yeah, agree. Um, I thought Baller was huge. Alligator blood, I mean, handlebars down. <laughs> it was a good race. Like, it was a good, that was a tricky race, that one. Uh, I think Private Eye um, was very well backed. I think it's got as short as $2.20 on Betfair at one point. I saw some prices around. And for mine, I thought that was just a little bit too short. And my Oberon just got in a horrible spot through the run didn't, and, and drifted quite quite a fair bit towards the end of that race and well, sort of out to 7 or $8 at one point. But well, that's because of the drama. Correct. The pre-race drama. So for those that didn't know, my Oberon, it got loose and then smashed into a fence is that right? Before the race, yep. and had to go under a undergo quite a significant vet examination. So it was almost soon as that happened. It was well. That's 
But Once you, you get loose and run off and expend energy and... The beauty of Betfair is being able to lay things when you hear hear stories like that, isn't it, of course? Well... You start to think, it, I won't, it's not going to win. Yeah, but it's, it's, I'm in a hard position where I make it one of my best of the day. It gets loose. I'm not on air to explain to everyone and then I can't come in here the next day and say, <laughs> oh, geez, I told you all to back it, but then I laid it. You sort <laughs> well, of got to ride fat. That's your edge, though. It's trading on Betfair. You get yourself into a position where you can't lose, right? So... Um, another interesting one, just going back to that as well, Nature Strip, I noticed, came out into the mounting yard and, and something was wrong with his earmuffs, so he had to actually go back um, as horses were going out onto the track. I don't think that would have affected him. He's an absolute professional, but it was interesting to see that. And, again, if you had an edge or you thought that you th- that would uh, make him not go so well, well, you would have got him in the lie. Um, what did you think of Sulcum? Now, so this is an interesting one because... I was talking to a couple of mates yesterday and I don't know if people will remember, it must have been about, I worked it out actually, it was 2000 and, 2011 it was, but remember Poisson Saloon won by about 430 lengths on down the straight yep. uh, in that Queen Elizabeth Stakes that day and all and sundry quickly jumped on it for the Melbourne Cup the next year. I think Glenn Boss had his hands over his eyes with 100 metres to go. The whole world tipped him into the Melbourne Cup. The same thing's just happened with Solcombe because it's now favourite for the Melbourne Cup next year. Madness. It's uh, and Absolutely and obscene. Because when you've got other stars like Francesco Gaudi and uh, Gold Trip, of course, well, won it, but... Oh yeah! Look, it was a proper win. It was a and and half the uh, I think half a dozen Richmond supporters, uh, Richmond players, I should say, uh, have a have a share in it. To be honest, so it was it was a wonderful win. They've bought it specifically for the twenty twenty three Cup. Um, they're not short of good horses, Aussie Keir and Johnny O'Neill, but uh, it was a very very good win and traded really strong. I mean, you got three dollars fifty in the end on Betfair um, through the jump, but it, it was well backed. It definitely was one of the big firmers of the day because I think at one point I saw it at about. Five dollars in the morning, so to jump at three fifty the BSP, which is you know well over the tote price. Um, it was very well done, well found. I did back it, so I'm happy with that. But it was good. Um, in White Marlins, the other one that won well the other day, and everyone went, "Oh, get on it for the cup." I mean, no, <laughs> you're mad if you're doing anything like that. Yeah, look, I'm I'm going to lay people that tipping Melbourne Cup winners now. Already, if I'm like, actually, if you're I'll, I'll ca- lay people that are backing Melbourne. If Cup you're winners, trying to back, if you just went, I saw Sulcum Daisy Melbourne Cup winner. I mean, and, and there's a chance, but that's that's craziness. To be fair, he he, he should be favourite because it was an unbelievably good win. Well, to be also fair, is there's not much else going around because if you've got a misery and and high emotion running second and third in the Melbourne Cup, oh, come on, Geelong and Bendigo Cup form, oh standing yeah, yeah, up yeah like it's beautiful, just standing up against against you know, um, Curra Cup and English Derby <laughs> form, unbelievable. Oh mate, someone said my Oberon Oberon second up record's not good either. So I'm just looking now, actually. Sorry, I got the Betfair, the awesome Betfair app open now as we speak, and the Melbourne Cup market is up already. So well done to the guys down there getting this market loaded. But Sickos. Solcom nineteen dollars, Gold Trip thirty four, White Marlin twenty five, Doville Legend thirty six, Francesco Gaudi, I think is a good horse twenty five. So there you go, they're all around that mark. But nineteen dollar favourite right now, Solcom extraordinary. Want, you'd want hundreds or more on anything to have even contemplate having a bet now. Twelve months is a long time. You'd want a hundreds plus. Yes. Um, you know what we're better off doing is grabbing that money from a bet, investing it, true, and then true, twelve true. months later. <laughs> Pulling them more money out and then betting on three of them. I, I was very happy. I must admit, uh, <laughs> self-reflecting on my punting on tipping yesterday, but I saw a, a horse that I think is well worth following. And I just mentioned from race three. I, I saw a win on debut. Get up, girl, for Clinton McDonald. 
was $71 on Betfair and I tipped it to a few people on Friday and did put it on Twitter so I can claim that I did tip it. And it ran third pay. I think I think it paid $14 a place on Betfair. So I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for that. But I think Jeez. that's one to follow out of that race was Get Up Girl, number 17. Her win at Moynton was extraordinary and good to see her backing up then. Moynton form. What did you make of the jockeys? What do we have? Timmy Clark, James McDonald, Jamie Carr gets a Barney Rubble and so does Geordie Childs. I'm glad. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to see Jamie Mott get another group one on Rock and Horse. I love uh, one of the most hardworking jockeys in Victoria rides absolutely everywhere and really good to see him get his second group one when he got one earlier in the spring as well. But uh, I think that was terrific to see him. Look, you can't knock James McDonald. He had eight for the week, um, which puts him in the third time highest winning areas for the cup week of a jockey, uh, behind himself, actually, because James McDonald won they, 10 in last year. But, um, yeah, look, he's, eight was good. He probably should have got a lot more because he was on some hot favourites that went under. But uh, it's a great, but, great week. But that just goes to show that if you, you know, it's the worst thing to do is just to go, oh, just back a jockey. Oh, there's 37 races over the week and most fields have 15, 16, 17 horses in it. So you, like, that might be your edge. You might say colours, names, <laughs> friends up the road. It's not really an edge. <laughs> no, really, not at it? all. But I think this week it would have been a lot that got that. Yeah, 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 you're right. And they would have gone, oh, yeah, I backed so-and-so and away it went. Jason said he'd send his tips in. Who was best on ground in the marquee all week? Hutchie, surely. Oh, he wasn't there yesterday. He loves a good sing, though. He loves a good sing. Yeah, I no, saw he didn't, him he rocking didn't out the Bon Jovi. No, there was no. It was quite subdued. Hutch was it? Oh, maybe it was last year or the year before. I think. Um, oh, tell you what, Cam Luke's got some pretty wild mates. That they're in there every every day, um, and they know who they are. Hutchie's uh, EA Amanda has a good old boogie. She had a bit of a good crack. on there. Good on there. Good on there. Yeah. I, mean, I was probably, I was maybe sort of $3 shot, 3 to $1 shot yesterday, late. <laughs> um, both of those horses should bring $12 just to get to the cup. Yeah, uh, hard, enough picking fu- hard enough picking futures three months out, let alone 12 months. Morning, Miles. Bustler, big win at Ascot yesterday. That was nice. Bella May, another one to keep an eye on, going two from two. The Miso doing a survivor entries as we speak. And only Shawnee. Um, we might jump to a break. We'll come back at the right. Well, actually, no. We'll just quickly touch on what did you, what did you make of um, of Rose Hill? What did we have yesterday? The five diamonds, the something else. We had the five diamonds. Ellsberg won that. Yeah, yeah, that's from right. From Sabark and Law of Indices. Um, we had the hot Danish. Um, I think, well, that's been around a while. She's a belter. Five dollars fifty was superb. Yeah, that was a good, good win. That uh, one. We had the golden she gift. Steamed home down the outside to win that. The golden uh, gift. Belter. Um, Summer Lovin got declared by Gay Waterhouse, apparently, and Barber won at $5. <laughs> and that was about it. There's nothing really else what, what, there. It, I love that they try things. I love that they put on other races to get people interested in racing, but surely there must be some point where they sit there and say, let's just let Melbourne or let's just let New South Wales have a little time in the sun, you know? it's Putting up on these races is... is like five diamonds, $2 million race. Yeah, $2 million race, and it was a genuine side product to the Victorian races yesterday. Correct. So what's the point? I mean, oh, that's I'm, the I'm third, fourth richest race in the, in the country yesterday was the five diamonds. Three, three, $3 million group ones in Melbourne and then the five diamonds for five-year-olds. 
Uh, yeah, worth $2 million. It's crazy, isn't it? Big money. I, I mean, that money, I'd rather have, I'd rather have, get, you know, your country cups all become a lot bigger and your, all your jockeys get paid more. I mean, it's not hard to go and split a bit of money around. But, geez, what's the difference sometimes between winning 1.5 and 1? Uh, well, <laughs> 500, a good car. But do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Like, if your horse has won 5 million, it doesn't matter whether it goes to 7 or whether it goes to 6.2. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It just seems like a lot. I see a good text here about where's Greece. I was <laughs> three times I got balloted out that horse over the week. I was desperate to, to back it as well. Uh, so it's a good question because it just kept, couldn't get into a well, field. So the one thing that I do like is they are in the market for the winter bottom in WA. Yes. Dare I say it. I don't know whether or not they're, they're going to get the runs into her before that, um, but she's got to go somewhere. I'm just waiting. Absolutely. I think they are too, but that just goes to show you horse racing. You have to be pretty patient sometimes, don't you? Yep. You know, oh, you can't oh. find a tractor suit, then you get an injury that you can just take forever. I just thought of another lay-bin for a fashion comment. <laughs> Men that have fascinators on late in the day that think it looks funny. True. There's one for the lay-bin. <laughs> yep. No, nah, I agree. 100% lay. Uh, Ed was disappointing. Jim from Mafra, the Golden yeah, Gift was a great right, race. And it was a pain in the neck swapping between Channel 10 and Channel 7 yesterday. Agree. Let these tracks just have their time in the sun. And I also agree. You know what I'm going to put the lay-bin? I, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. Eddie McGuire doing the races on Channel 10. Look, and they get on all these sort of like high-profile people to do the races on the free-to-air coverage. Like you've gone too far. You've Mickey, gone. Mickey Blue Eyes is good though. He's he's all sensational. Who's that? Mickey Felgate. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but there's a few of them that just you know when they just don't fit. Like Bruce knows racing, so Bruce can host racing, right? Yeah. But when you turn some of those free to air things into like they but they they're, they're like they're essentially I don't know what would be the the term. They're like a lolly version, aren't they? They're like they they dumb it. They try to dumb racing down for people. Um, it's like well, who are you picking? And they're asking some celebrity in the yeah, in the thing, yeah, and she's yeah. like, "I'm picking the seven because my son's seven years old." And you're like, "Shut up!" <laughs> like, I, I, I have to lay myself because a couple of times I was around the birdcage or whatever over the week, and you'd see you'd see somebody standing in front of a marquee with a thousand photographers in front and I'd just sit there and say, I've got no idea who that is. And then yeah. I look in the paper the next day and you see all these photos like, I don't know anyone. I know sports people and it's I'm an old man clearly now because I don't know anyone. So but lay myself for not knowing any celebrities anymore. Yeah, well I didn't make the most of them are D grade anyway. <laughs> so we'll lay the celebrities themselves. What does that make us on radio here? G grade? We're not even in the alphabet, Timmy. <laughs> We're not even in the hunt. Let's right. go to a break. We'll come back on the other side of this talk some more racing. This is the Betfair Edge on a Sunday. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. Don't settle for the odds given. Find better odds on racing on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Fitz and Tim Gill with you right around the country, 0499 736 736. Only thing to take from Sydney yesterday was Barber, win of the day. Daniel chimed in. Good morning, Miles. Had dinner in the city last night. Having to bump into Brian Lara in the restrooms. Great bloke. Um, <laughs> even helped him escape out the window. <laughs> back What's yourself. Going on there? <laughs> I don't know. Back yourself in for not knowing them. Um, 
uh, Jason's requesting songs already. Good on you, Jace. Do you think Francesco <laughs> Gardi will go to the Zipping Classic? Spelling. Spelling. spelling, yeah. There was no, a, spelling. <laughs> yeah. The other horse was the one that they didn't go to the derby with. What was that? Virtuous Circle. Oh, that yeah, went straight yeah. to the paddock that, too, yeah, didn't it? Too. Yeah, that's right. Because there was a live derby chance after that run. But yes, that went to the paddock too. Um, just uh, uh, almond lattes, fan. Uh, lay, lay bin. I yeah, know that lay. they're lovely producers uh, drinking almond lay. Almond lattes, lattes no. <laughs> no, lay. Any sort of lard, like I, I'm, you know, I was the instant coffee styrofoam <laughs> cup, you know, in the shearing sheds kind of guy, but so I, don't, I, I, I don't like the fact that they re- refer to um, like almond excrement as milk. You I, can't milk an almond. I, I, I laughed that uh, when you go to a coffee shop now and you're, I just, I, I'm a very plain coffee drinker, just a latte. And they, they yep. look at you like, where's the other five things you have to say? Yeah. You know, I say, oh, can I have a latte? Please? Can I have a flat white thing? I'm laying all of those coffee people out there. Come on. Yeah. It's okay. It's can just I have a, a latte. Can I have a flat white? And then they want you to add, and then it's like, what sort of milk? It's like, milk. <laughs> just latte. <laughs> like, that, that should... That's it gives, the, me, my, it's, it gives that's, me my edge. That's the default. <laughs> that's the default. One... I'll go one for the back being quickly. Andrew Hawkins was on Betfair exclusively this year doing the Melbourne Cup preview. There's none better than Andrew Hawkins to do his Melbourne Cup preview. So shout out to you, Hawk. Uh, well done. Own Durston too, Caulfield Cup winner. So the boy. So did so he own Durston? He's got a little tiny share in it as a yearling. So wow. Mm. If you look at him on social media, the footage of him when it wins is just unreal. He's up at Sydney watching it, uh, and it's sensational. But, yeah, back him in, he was terrific on the hub on Betfair. None better than the, the great Andrew Hawkins. So it's good. great to have him on Betfair. Um, g'day, boys. Great listening today. Absolutely agree, Miles. D-graders, um, nothing people that go racing every week. Oh, no, so the D-graders get in, and then people that go racing every week get shut out. Should put them on their own at Footsray Park with the photographers. Is there anything you want to quickly touch on today? Have you got something for us today? Uh, I've got one one really special one I'm really keen on. Race one at Benalla, number two, don't change. Race one, number two, Benalla, don't change. And I'm also going to throw in a good good roughie that's been well backed. Jumped out extraordinary. Race two, number eight at Ararat. It's called Off His Rocker. Having a debut with Linda Mitch on board. $41 into eight on Betfair. Named after me yesterday. <laughs> yes, hey, absolutely. Timmy, you're a star because you always saddle up after the big days where Haylock doesn't. <laughs> Always love doing a show with you, my friend. I just got a text from someone saying that they thought I was a B grader, so that's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no. Great. Always a pleasure, Miles. Um, Melbourne Demon Girl won. Yeah, the D's won. <laughs> Had to get one in. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.